Welcome to episode 134 of the Pixels and in Ink podcast. Whoops. Why are you totally apologizing? <laughs> I was apologizing to someone else, not you. I forgot if my face was near a microphone. That's my bad. Yeah. <laughs> As Phil apologizes to the world for nothing. Yeah, that's my day-to-day life. <laughs> just a constant. Yeah, just a constant apologies, string of apologies like, for sorry, existing. Sorry, yeah. sorry, I don't even know why, but sorry. Yep, that's okay, how sorry. I do. All right, we'll jump right into it with some news from Wayne. Do we even say the episode number and our name? 134. We don't need to see her. Like, <laughs> fine, we should introduce ourselves. I guess because this might be someone's first podcast. Yeah. So I'm Melanie, and I'm joined by Wayne. Mm-hmm. This ain't my first rodeo. I'm so. Phil. That's me. Who apologizes for everything. Yeah, I'm Apologetic sorry. Phil. Sorry about that. Sorry, Phil. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, now we can do the news. That was an <laughs> All right. Okay, fine. Um, I guess the first big news is that despite the fact that it's been on sale for over a year, thanks to more people paying attention to it because of the new first-person view, in Australia, GTA V has now been pulled from store shelves at Target. Those Australians get screwed. Oh, really? Yeah. They banned it. Uh, Well, those stores are voluntarily banning it despite the fact that it's received an acceptable classification. Mm-hmm. And the reason that they're banning it is because there was a petition where some women were saying, you know, it's like, yeah, this, really? this don't um, buy it for your kids. This then. legitimizes How hard is that? violence towards women, blah blah blah. So, are you freaking so, kidding no, me? No, no, I'm not. I am not kidding at all. So, Target and Kmart in Australia, not Canada or the U.S., but in Australia, freaked out and they're mm-hmm. voluntarily pulling the game from their shelves. Don't Australia already have pretty strict guidelines? And yeah, they do. And mm-hmm. this one made those strict guidelines, but these stores are deciding well. Our customers are unhappy. Because their customers are women. Yeah, so so that's what's going Moms. on. Moms. Yeah. No GTA 5, even though it's already been on sale for over a year. It's just because of the new first-person point of view, some people have been putting up videos with like, you know, hey, check it out. You, know, it's you can like beat hookers sleeping, to death. Yeah, mm-hmm. sleeping with a hooker in first-person point of view in a car, and blah, 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 blah. And people looked at that. And then inevitably there's the whole run them over and take their money back. Or Is there EB in Australia? Is there EB in Australia? They have an equivalent, but it's not actually like you know EB games the way we have here. But uh, yeah, they, they'll they probably do. just be laughing because everyone will come to them yeah, to get exactly. GTA. Yeah. yeah, they've got their own national chain yeah. video game store, which is still selling the game. It's just not a target. It's only game good for it's anyway. good for them though. Yeah. So yeah, those guys are going to be like raking in the sales. It's slightly ridiculous, mm. but that's kind of like you know the big news down under is that. Does that mean that they uh, don't want violent games and violent movies no, and violent they, books they just don't and violent want, plays? They just don't want violent GTA games of course. because all the other violent games are fine. Is it all legit yeah. art, right? And even, and even GTA, before it had that first-person view, was apparently fine because it's mm. been selling for a year there without any issues. Mm. It's only now that this is happening. Intriguing. So, yeah. Stupid Aussies. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, there you go. That's, that's actually happening over in Australia. Mm-hmm. That's just horrible. Yeah. Let people make their own decisions. Yeah. yeah and um, in the world of esports, this is so bizarre. Um, so there is a, um, a Spanish esports team, which um, was formerly known as Play to Win. Their name is now being changed to Team YP because they are now officially being sponsored by Uporn. Mm. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So yes, Uporn, a web streaming team. site. Mm is now actually sponsoring an esports team. I was hoping one of them would be Intriguing. female, yeah. but and nope. Yeah, and they're, and they're team YP now, as opposed mm. to play to win. So I guess we can all guess what the Classy. YP stands for. But yeah, that's, that's yeah. happening, yeah. 
I like, mean, okay, you know, it's like, granted, this is like a porn site, so obviously they would have some money. I, mm. I can't imagine that a porn site would be, like, destitute. No. Yeah. No, I don't think that's it's how they work. It's just interesting that somebody over there decided, you know what, we really should invest in an esports team. Like, how does a porn site, you know, it's like, come to a decision like that? It's a great well, marketing to be, tool. Yeah, to be fair, they're targeting a market that I'd imagine uses yeah. quite a bit of internet porn. Is it, right. I think it was a wise I think decision, it's safe to, yeah, yeah, I think it's safe to say people that watch other people playing video games probably watch other people have sex as well. Yeah. yeah. I I, I agree with that. (laughs) Wayne doesn't. Wayne's upset. Sorry, Wayne. No, not that. I'm just... It's out of the box thinking (laughs) for promotion. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a great way. I'll give it that. How how else do websites get promoted... Like porn website. Yeah. Can you and, think of one? And there's no, yeah, there's no other professional sports team that they could possibly sponsor. Yeah, like the this NBA is going to be. This is it. They're not yeah, going to be on like the Miami cars. Heat, you know, sponsored by Uporn. Yeah. That'd be they good. Get though. on the ground floor with this one, and then once esports becomes big, then yeah, they'll be in there. Yeah. Okay. Because the only other way they market porn sites is what? Through banner ads on other websites. On other porn sites, yeah. Yeah, yeah or through the adult, you know, conventions. I guess that's the other thing that's kind of confusing to me about this is, like, why is this actually going through? Like, well, just wait it... till the women get a hold of yeah, the exactly. petition. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's only a matter of time. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. You're exposing my 14-year-old child to you porn. Yeah, because, mm. you know, once the kids get into the esports thing, and then it's like, and, you know, the you the porn sponsor team, and then the kids start asking about that, and... Yep. Now everybody gets in trouble. And then so. the petition pops yeah. up. and you know. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of problems. Okay. Um, the next bit of news, this is actually kind of old news, but it's new to me, so I'm really excited about this. Is So next uh, in January, um, they're going to be releasing a standalone smaller adventure for Saints Row 4 called Gat Out of Hell, mm-hmm. which is about the main character, the character that you create in um, Saints Row, being kidnapped by Satan, mm-hmm. you know, being trapped in hell, mm-hmm. and so really, yes, that's, that's amazing. So, so the main character usually referred to as the boss because you can make them any gender, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. The boss gets captured, gets sent to hell, and um, the boss's best friend Johnny Gat has to go and rescue him or her. But what they revealed is um, the main inspiration for this um, expansion has actually been like Walt Disney. Huh. And just to prove how sincere they were, they released a video with an actual Little Mermaid-esque musical number huh. with the daughter of Satan singing huh. about how unfair it is with you know, her unreasonable dad. And it's just, it's absolutely brilliant. It's like, That's pretty I, good. I've never seen a video game with an actual song and dance number, mm-hmm. but we've got one here. Mm-hmm. And I think that's totally amazing. Mm-hmm. So I'm so excited about this. And the best part is, is that you don't actually require Saints Row 4 in order to play this. It's not DLC. It's actually going to be like a small standalone thing. They're going to be selling it for like hmm. between $20 and $40 like or something the, uh, like that. Like the DLC for Second Son? Yeah, like the Second Son DLC where you didn't need Infamous Second Son for that. You could just you know, buy it and play mm. it. You know? So it's going to be the same thing with this. You don't have to have Saints Row in order to play this. I think that's a great way of marketing your game. Yeah. Because it gives people a little taste. And they're like, you know what, I'll yeah, buy because, the yeah, full they, game. They don't have to pay 60 or 70 bucks mm. for it, and they get to give it a try. And then if they like it, then when the next full game they comes probably up, will. Like, oh, yeah, I enjoyed that. So Intriguing. Yeah, I, I think that that's – it's a musical number. Mm-hmm. It's a song and dance number in a video game. That just blows my mind. Yeah. Okay. And the last <laughs> – Yes, he still really cares about video games. No, I do really care about video games. It's a song, it's a song and dance numbers I'm not a huge fan of. Really? 
thought yeah. you liked musicals. Uh, I like some. Okay. He likes um, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, I like Little Shop of Horrors and Sweeney Todd and Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. But anything that's bright and happy, anything so far related. West Side Story did nothing for you? It's okay. okay. Yeah, Annie? it's okay. I don't know. I don't like Annie, actually. I go full on no on that. It's because she's redhead, isn't it? No, I love redheads. Singing in the Rain? You just singing in the Rain? I, was, I do love Singing in the Rain. Oh, yeah, I love singing, singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain is kind of yeah. like those, you have no heart. Oh, yeah, no, it's amazing, of course. Yeah, no, there's some I like. It's just, I, uh, and, and particularly I like that I liked that uh, there were no musicals in video games. So I'm a little bit. Uh, but that's a whole audience that they're not reaching. Okay. The audience that likes so, it. So uh, I guess that you know, one of your least favorite episodes of Buffy is Once More With Feeling, because that was a musical. Oh, God. Um, it's okay. I thought that was an amazing it episode. Is, it is a great episode. <laughs> it is a great episode. But that's also the like... The first time I watched it, it's like, oh, my God, Joss Whedon is actually doing yeah. a musical. This is amazing. I like musicals. But there's, a, but there's a concept to that yeah. as well that justifies it. I don't generally get excited like when, uh, you know, uh, Wicked comes to town or oh, whatever. Yeah. Wicked's pretty good. I'll bet it's okay. I'll bet it's okay. I hate the Wizard of Oz. The Roy Scheider musical. All that jazz? Oh, it's amazing. Oh, yeah, no. Bob Bob Fosse's amazing. Yeah. But there's pain and torture and anguish in that. Yeah. It's when it's just people singing about how cute each other's sweaters are. What about Cabaret? Cabaret's amazing. That's Bob Fosse as well. Yeah. I guess I do like music. Yeah, I guess you do. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's actually quite a few. Yeah, you like yeah. some music. Quite a few, yeah. yeah I, I like I like most of them, yeah. yeah there were very so. few that I disliked, yeah. so. Okay, never mind that. Right. I take you it off. You just learned that. something <laughs> about yourself. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you kind of liked yourself into a corner with that. Yeah, I did. I really did. Well, that's a big moment for me. Now I know the truth. Yeah, okay. so now you know you love musicals. I do like musicals, apparently. Who knew? Okay. All right. All right. The last bit of news that I've got is that... Um, Ubisoft is unhappy because there was a leak and the leak turned out to be true, so they finally just come out and said, yes, okay, we admit it, that leak is true. They have what? Um, we broke Unity? Assassin's Creed Victory, mm-hmm. which is going to be the next installment in the series. <laughs> right. That's being put out by Ubisoft Quebec mm-hmm. instead of Ubisoft Montreal. And oh. it takes place in Victorian London. Huh. So, oh, Jack the, Jack the Ripper. Ripper. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Good times. And he's going to have like a grapple hook. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a grappler. Yeah, so he'll just be able to like grab onto things and like reel himself up and right. that sort of thing. Can he grapple prostitutes? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I mean, yeah. it's an open world game, so I guess there's nothing from stopping you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that actually did leak, and Ubisoft, rather than dance around the issue, they just kind of like, oh, we wish that hadn't happened mm-hmm. because these people have been working hard and we wanted to surprise everybody, mm. but the cat's out of the bag. So, yes, that leak. Is true. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Victory is happening. Victorian right. London. Yeah. We're but that on. that's it though. The Jack the Ripper thing was just an assumption. A safe assumption. Yeah, but an assumption nonetheless. Yeah. They, they did the French Revolution, that. now they're doing, you know Victorian London. Mm. They're working up to the eighties. Mm-hmm. See, Assassin's they, Creed eighties. They keep saying mm-hmm. that they don't want to they don't ever want to bring the franchise into a world where automobiles exist. Mm-hmm. They've said that in the past. They're I mean, getting perilously close. Yeah, they might lie. Yeah, they might be lying about it. But mm-hmm. in the past, they have said, yeah, they, they don't want it to go all 20th century with cars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When you'd be so, all over Assassin's Creed days. Yeah, actually. Although I, I really would just like, you know, Rockstar, for God's sake, just like remake Vice City with mm-hmm. like, the GTA Five engine. And I or, was so happy. Ubisoft would do you well point. and do, Far Cry, uh, do Blood Dragon 2. Blood Dragon 2 would also be okay. Because mm-hmm. yeah, Blood, the original Blood Dragon was amazing. You know what would be really fun for the next GTA would be like, because, uh, you know, they pioneered the multiple characters thing. Mm-hmm. What they should do is make it same city multiple timelines. 
So it's oh, like stories that affect each other. Yeah. So there's like a contemporary day one, and then you can go back to the same city, but in the 80s, and then you can go back to the same city, but in the 50s. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be interesting, especially yeah. if you could like you know go back and forth with one character leaves something in the fifties and then the other character. Picks yeah, exactly. Yeah, they would relate yeah. to each other like back to the yeah, yeah, like no time travel. No, but it would be like a connected narrative. But you can actually affect the outcome that way. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, that would actually be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd like that. Like if you blow up a building, yeah. then in the eighties it's not there anymore or something. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. hopefully Rockstar cut me a check for that okay. idea. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's all the news I've got. All right, I've got some news stories. You know, so I guess first it's not really news, but uh, and this is a week old now. But we should probably discuss the Star Wars uh, teaser. Okay. Yeah. Um, really? Wow. Do you even like Star Wars, Mel? Not anymore. We've never had this conversation anymore. I before. liked four, five, and six. Yeah, of course. And, and the new I one did, didn't tried do anything. I tried to watch the first one, and I hated it so yeah, much. No, I didn't even horrible. touch two and three. I can understand. But this didn't, didn't even go back. This didn't do anything for you. The nope. teaser? No. Why? I just. It's just ruined for you? The whole thing's ruined for you? Yeah, the whole thing's just ruined. That's a shame. The number, like, the first one did it all. Just ruined everything. Uh, I don't care anymore. But, I mean, you like Jason, then half of those movies are garbage. Yeah, but you expect garbage movies. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Those are mindless slashers. I'm just saying. The first one was so boring and bad, I just never wanted to go back. But George Lucas has nothing to do with it this time. It's Mm, a whole other deal. It ruined everything. It's got all the, no... Sorry. Just, haters gotta hate, Mel. Sorry. Yeah, well, I'm being I'm irrational. A, I'm a Star Trek girl. Ugh. Yeah, because there's never been a shitty Star Trek movie. That's for sure. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I kind of expect that. It's a little different. You're not talking about something that's making it better. Mm. Mm. And Wayne, you as well are also displeased. No, so I'm the only one that actually, no, actually really liked this thing. He seemed excited. Yeah, see, that's, yeah that's no, you not, were? Okay, that's, good. That's not the thing that I was, it's not that uh, I was okay. displeased. Okay. It was more like I was just looking at it and I was kind of just horrified at how precisely calculated yeah. that trailer was because they showed... Oh, come on, that stupid lightsaber was they showed ridiculous. Everything, oh, they showed everything that somebody under 10 years old wouldn't care about, yeah. but, sub- but they showed everything that somebody over 30 years old yeah. would absolutely care about. So it was kind yeah. of like, that stupid this is not aimed at kids. This is aimed at your parents. Well, no, except for the fact that like kids watch Star Wars too. It's not like... Yeah. Yeah, but it's the parents that are going to get the most out of like, oh my god, they're showing X-wing fighters again. Oh my god, they just showed the Millennium Falcon. Oh my god, you Tom think? Fighters. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like those would be if if children are still into Star Wars. I feel like they'd just be just as excited to see that stuff. It obviously doesn't have the same. Oh my god, I haven't seen it in X amount yeah. of years. But you'd still get the feeling, hey, it's gonna be like those old movies that I but love. It's like, yeah, I, I think that that probably means more to the thirty-somethings. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. No, it was very calculated. It yeah. was all nostalgia based, but I was just thrilled to see all that stuff again. I'm yeah. not gonna I'm not gonna pretend for a second. No, I, mean, I got like, a little you know, tingly. I got we, a little emotional target, about it. We are the target audience. Yeah. and I, you know, it's like I admired and yet at the same time was horrified by mm-hmm. how precisely calculated that was to yeah. appeal to our age group. Yeah, I mean, kids will get something out of it, but the 30 plus crowd will go bonkers. Yeah, and but it, it's also it, yeah, but it's also because you know. That's the crowd that got burned last yeah. time. That's, yeah. the, that's the Mel crowd. I mean, it's like you yep, know that that's yeah. me. Yeah. You yeah. know that for the next you know trailers or teasers, whatever they decide to release next, mm. they're going to have to like you know flash a little bit of Harrison Ford or Mark Hamill. Yeah, I was shocked they didn't show any of them. Just to get people to go absolutely insane. Yeah. It's like as soon as they see Mark Hamill or Harrison Ford, the crowd goes wild. Or that's first. just going to happen. I'm assuming they'll wait till Comic Con to do yeah. all that. Well, I'm thrilled. Mel's being a baby about it. But I think in general, we can agree. And I thought it was ridiculous how quickly all the parodies started to appear, like the George Lucas special edition and everything. I saw all the people making the lightsaber. 
yeah, it's amazing how quickly that happened. Like, there were full, like, professional quality videos up by the yeah. end of the weekend. Because there are people with an axe to grind. Absolutely. So. But I was impressed. That was, that was record time on yeah. that stuff. So good for those people. Well, whatever. And uh, there was the uh, Terminator trailer today. Did you get, either of you guys watch that? Yeah, that I came managed out? to watch it. Yeah. I don't know what to make of yeah, it. Yeah, me neither. Like, I like the idea that it's, they're, it's going back to when the original movie set, so it'll have an 80s setting and so forth. And that it's this alternate timeline. But I still just well, don't so, like the idea of the Terminator that's been there long enough to age yeah. in his train Zericon. Like, Something's deeply wrong about that. The great thing about them going back to the 80s, mm. which I think is like a real problem with most modern movies mm-hmm. these days, is that once you go to the 80s, or really mm. any period before 1995, mm. you get rid of the internet. Mm. And the internet makes so many things dull and pointless. Because, yeah. you know, it's like before the internet, if somebody didn't know something, they mm. just didn't know something. Yeah, yeah. They would have to go to a library or ask somebody about it. Yeah. Or if they were cut off on communications. You know, it's like, yeah. You, you just can't talk, but with yeah. the internet, it's like if you don't know something, just Google it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So you know, now these days, most modern movies, one of the first things that they have to do if they want to create conflict is you yeah. got to find a way to disable the internet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because if you don't, then everybody's like, "I'll just Google the solution." And yeah, there yeah. you go, the movie's over. So that's Can you fair. Imagine disabling the internet. But at the same time, I don't think like Googling how to deal with a Terminator would necessarily solve any of the problems. Yeah, of the Terminator not. adventure. How to deal with? <laughs> You know, man killing robot? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't Ask know the Japanese. I think they yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, it definitely uh, is playing on nostalgia yeah. big time in a way, not unlike Star Wars. So I like that because it reminds me of the movies I like. But if it sucks, then it's going to taint the movies that I like. So I don't care for that one way either. Well, I don't I care mean, for that like one bit either. The movies were already somewhat tainted. Oh, I know. We're all looking at that, 50% so. good Terminator yeah. movies at this point. Yeah. But at least those ones didn't actually take place in the movies that I like. You know what I mean? That's true. That's a, that's a different level. But I, I don't know. I'm curious. There's a, at least they're trying to do something. So I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Whether, no, they do, whether they do it or not, yeah. we'll see. I'm more we'll curious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like I'll, I'll check it out eventually on video. Yeah. Probably, it's so. better than, yeah, I know. That's how you do. Yeah. It's better than the uh, Genesis spelled with a Y title suggests. Yeah, that's At terrible. least. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a Y2K right there. So I yeah. know. I know. But, hey, we'll see. Um, so are you going to watch that trailer, Mal? Or did you, was there like Terminator Salvation mean that you don't like Terminator anymore? Or? I haven't seen Salvation. Yeah. You still like Terminator? I just saw like Terminator for the first time last year. You just saw Terminator wow, for the first really? time? Wow. How'd that go for you? Yeah, not bad. That's yeah, fantastic. Have I you like seen Termi- anyway, Have you seen so. Terminator 2 yet? Yes. Uh, what did you think of that one? Just as good? Just as good. Even better? Were those special I've effects heard... not amazing? <laughs> it's so funny to go back and try and watch 80s movies now. Yeah. You're like, this was probably really good back then. But... I don't know. Terminator's still pretty sweet. Actually, it's still pretty good. Yeah. Not as good as Jurassic Park, but no. it holds up. I thought, but I thought the effects in both those movies hold up quite a bit. You know, I ended up catching up in Arnie movies last year. Yeah. Because... You hadn't seen any Arnold Schwarzenegger movies No, before? I had, but yeah. not um, some of his older ones. Like. So what, you watched the shitty ones in the 90s and 2000s you, you watched primarily? Hercules Goes Bananas? No. Oh, that really? awful. Oh, okay. So what one time? You gotta watch Hercules Goes Bananas. He's so Hercules. Wh- so he wait a minute. What, what, what movies did you like Arnold Schwarzenegger for? Like Last, last Action Hero Red and Sonia? End of Days? Red Sonia. I love Red Sonia. Isn't he barely in that one? No, he's in it. I, I, I adored it. It's been a long time since I've seen Which Red Sonia. With them. I adored Conan? Red Sonia when I was a kid. No. No, I didn't like Conan. But my parents are very strict about like what Conan? I could watch. Or you I, hadn't, I, I hadn't seen, seen Conan. Conan. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because my parents were incredibly strict yeah, about the kind of TV I watched as a kid. Yeah. That's and actually probably a good thing. When yeah. I visited my cousins, I watched Total Recall, yeah. and they got okay. very upset. Yeah. 
Kindergarten Cop. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. See, I talked my dad into letting me go see Terminator 2 in the theater when I was, when that come out? Eight. Yeah, see, my mom um, had a heart attack. How was, did you swing that? It was amazing. It was amazing. Oh, I was a divorced dad. One of my, I, oh, okay. Just play a, on a very the little, Yeah, there was that very was little. was 1991. Yeah, so. I was 91, so yeah, yeah I was six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I remember, I, you know, it blew my mind. And I remember uh, at that time, because uh, I guess that I would have been in uh, grade two, and uh, we had to do like one of those journals where you draw a picture in addition to doing some writing. So I did my oh, journal okay. entry all that day about how awesome Terminator mm-hmm. 2 was, and I drew a picture of the moment when Arnold shoots the T-1000 in the head mm-hmm. with a shotgun and it blows in half. Mm-hmm. And I just remember getting a note back from the teacher saying, you should not have seen this movie <laughs> under circumstances. Which was yeah. a shame because I was so proud of that picture. It was like my greatest picture that yeah. I had done My mom would have flipped. She flipped when I saw Total Recall. So. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Total I Recall shortly thereafter. That made a big impression on me. I got to see things like Kindergarten Cop. And yeah. All his safe. I watched Kindergarten Cop as well. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I watched, yeah, I watched, watched a lot of inappropriate movies. Um, so what are movies did you catch up with last year? Um, Commando. Did you watch that? Commando. That shit's hilarious. Predator. I love Commando. You hadn't seen Predator? Wow. I'd seen the other Predator, like Predator vs. Aliens. Stuff, yeah. That's why I'm shocked you hadn't seen yeah, the actual Predator. And, um, the two Terminator movies. Wow. So like the best ones. Wow. Well, I'm glad you liked them. Mm-hmm. I wish I could see those again for the first time, but I can't. Okay, moving on. Uh, what am I going to go with here? Okay. No, I'm going to skip that. Okay, here's a weird one, because this is a news story related to a movie that came out 30 years ago. Ooh. Uh, not 30. Which I probably 20, didn't see. 20 years ago. No, it was, um, uh, it's for Batman Returns. It came out t- 20, not 30 years ago. And uh, website 1989batman.com uncovered uh, unused photos from the set, and originally there was going to be... The, the the movie was gonna the, 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 originally there was gonna be a store in Gotham City that sold Batman merchandise and was gonna play off people being tired of Batman within the Batman world making fun because so much of Batman Returns about Tim Burton like pissing on the Batman franchise because he kind of didn't want to do it That's true. and the, so that was gonna be making fun of the merchandising and it was originally gonna open with like a shot of the logo and then they're gonna pull out and it was the store and the Penguin Gang was gonna come in and blow it up. Like there's still the shot of the of the Penguin Gang blowing fire into a store and exploding it full of toys. That was originally gonna be full of Batman oh, toys. Okay. All right. So I thought that was just I thought that was cool. Um probably best they didn't do it. That would have been really confusing. But I thought it was an interesting idea. And it's just weird to get a news story about a movie that's twenty years old. It was kinda cool to see new stuff about that. So anyway, there's that. Oh, Tim Burton. I know, what a guy. Um and they I still uh, like Tim Burton. I'm sorry. Charlie really? and the Chocolate Factory worked for me. Charlie no, and Chocolate Factory is garbage. We've discussed this, but you know, yeah, it's I garbage. I'm not going to change my I don't. Mind. I don't write them off entirely. There's still stuff that's good. I like Sweeney Todd quite a bit, yep. and uh, I like his Frank and Weenie no. uh, stop motion one. Did you actually watch the front new yeah, Frank and Weenie? Yeah, the only part I liked about it was the the Universal Movie Monsters. The rest of it was just garbage. It's, it was better than fucking Corpse Bride. You got to at least admit that. Hmm. Paranorman was way better than. Well, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I did not like Frank <laughs> It was totally watchable. You're crazy, Val. You're crazy. Uh, we'll see. Um, <laughs> other news. Uh, yeah, this is a funny one. So over the weekend, uh, some uh, hackers broke into Sony's hard drive, stole four, mo- four movies, put them on uh, torrents, and Sony is officially blaming North Korea, <laughs> citing that they're attacking them because they're putting out that Seth Rogen movie where they try to kill uh, Kim Jong-un. Oh, okay. <laughs> which is just ridiculous. So that's a thing now. So what movies did they put up? Uh, Fury and Annie. 
and uh, some other crap. Yeah, like crap. All crap. Wait, wait, wait. There, there's a new Annie coming out. Yeah. Annie? Yeah. There's a new Annie coming out in Is time for Christmas. Like, I was not aware of that. Urban Annie? Yeah, it's Urban Annie. Okay. It was the one that was going yeah. to be with Willow Smith and Will Smith, yeah. and now it's with yeah. uh, Jamie Foxx and not Willow Smith. Oh, uh, man, I actually like it then. Not Willow. Uh, no, I think you can safely assume you're going to hate it. Yeah, it looks like total garbage. It yeah, really does. Probably. Watch the if you want to like cringe, watch the trailer. No, I don't. Oh, that'll do it for you. Speaking of Will Smith, uh, they released the cast yeah. for uh, the Suicide Squad, and he's going to be playing yeah. Dead Deadshot. But he won't be in Independence Day too. Yeah, I know it's ridiculous. So he'll be playing Deadshot. Uh, Jared Lee will be playing Joker. Margot Robbie will be playing Harley Quinn, as previously discussed. Tom Hardy will be playing Nick Flag, which is interesting. Um, because uh, that's his second superhero movie now. I'm not sure if I like this idea of Will Smith or not, because I like Will Smith as an actor. Yeah, know, I know. But at the same time, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, it just depends entirely on how they're going to do Deadshot. Yeah. Because if he's supposed to be, like, tough and scary, Will Smith's never going to be able to pull that like, off. Um, but if he's going to be, yeah, if he's going to yeah. be able to wisecrack, yeah. then it could be fun. Weird. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really 50-50 on his casting. Did, did, did you read the interview with his kids? Yeah, they're nuts. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, that's crazy. But I love any time they're on TV or do something, I, I check it out just because it's amazing how insane they are. Um, and then the other thing that subsequently come out after that is their uh, the rumor is that uh, to play Amanda Waller is uh, to who ga- gathers the teams and the other missions. They're apparently talking to Oprah. What? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> what? I which, saw that. Which that's strikes me. No. Yeah, I don't buy it. I think that's. I think that's more of a. Does Oprah uh, even do TV like movies? Yeah. Does she? Very rarely. I think uh, she, she certainly do, like, doesn't do fried superhero green movies. Tomatoes, something like that. Norm- and they're normally movies that she like produced. Yeah, like, it strikes me as no, being driving Miss Daisy or something. Movie, so it strikes yeah, me as yeah. being vaguely uh, racist. Wait, 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 wait. What Disney movie? She was in the Princess and the Frog. Was she? Yeah. Yep. It's because it was a black princess, finally. Yeah. yeah. That's why. Yes, that she she did that. And what else did she do? She did something fairly well, recently. Well, she was the mom, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she, yeah because it, it's a black princess. Yeah. That's why she yeah. was in, yeah. she's not going to be in Suicide Squad. And she was in... No, Amanda Waller is also black. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, it was Disney, a big-name corporation, finally doing a black princess to give little girls a black... Yeah, it's Warner Brothers doing yeah. a superhero movie where Will Smith, the black man, is going to play the main character. I just don't uh, see character. her wanting to... I, dis- I agree. I don't, think, I don't think she's going to want to do it either, but that's the rumor. It seems it to be like kind of a just they're saying it because, oh, the black woman does it. It's got to yeah. be Oprah who's going to play her. Because they can't think or of anyone Whoopi else. Whoopi Goldberg. Those are the two black women. I hope women. they don't do Whoopi. That'd be horrible. There are many more black women than that, Mel. That's very No, racist. those are the two that people go to when I they know think you don't. black First women. of all, if they're going to get anyone, they should get Pam Greer. Let's get that off the table right now. But they're not going to do that. They're probably going to get someone stupid. Um, so anyway, yeah. But Will Smith is a dead shot. We'll see. Jared Leto is Joker. I feel the same way. I like Marika Robbie as Hollywood Quinn. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel that movie because it's by a guy, who, a filmmaker who I don't like, but I like the concept and I like those characters. They're going to ruin it. They've ruined a lot of things. I know. They've ruined pretty well everything DC related at this point, so we'll see what's going to happen. This, and by, I every, know, by everything, I mean Superman I even, and I assume everything else. I don't understand why they're doing a Suicide Squad movie because their comic did not do well in the New 52 at all. Yeah, but it, I think they're doing it because it's an interesting concept and it's a way of No, I think a, they're just trying to make stuff. Let me finish my thought, Mel. Fine. They're doing it because it's a good concept and it's also a way of having a movie that you can sell based on the Joker that's not a Batman movie, therefore Maybe. making a bazillion dollars because people love the Joker without having to waste a Batman movie on it. Still having Batman going at the same time. 
is a purely business decision. Is Joker going to be in it that much? Yeah, guaranteed. I don't know, man. I don't know. Guaranteed he is. No, I mean, just like, I don't know, in general, because I think Batman Superman is going to suck, so I highly mm. doubt they'll do any better with this. I agree. But they're going to film it in Toronto next summer, so you'll be able to see. Uh, I could be an extra. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wayne, you want to be an extra with no, me? No, I've, I've done the extras. I know. Where were you an extra in? Um, Total Recall. Total Recall. Were you? Actually, yeah. What'd you do? I was buying herbs from some guy in Chinatown. Didn't nice. you almost mow nice. down Colin Farrell? Yeah, I almost ran into Colin Farrell while he was, like, you know, running away from people. That's funny. Because he just stopped so suddenly, and yeah. so I nearly ran into him. I was an extra in Urban Legend too. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. What'd you do? I walked across a bridge. Nice. Yeah, nice. it's good times. Um, all right. Can Next. I actually see you in Urban Legend too? No, you before? can't. Oh, I've tried many yeah, times. Yeah. I'm not. I'm 100 percent not in. I'm it. totally visible in Total Recall. Well, yeah. Oh, really? That's, That's funny. I'll look for that. Didn't they use a take where you almost hit him? I'm not sure. Um, yeah. I, I just know that in the big establishing shot where the camera's panning down to yeah. the Chinatown area, it's like. There I am in like the bottom right frame yeah. of the screen. And all of my friends are like, oh my God, you're in total yeah. recall. Like, yep. They made it seem as though it was very important and we had a lot to do. And then when I watched the movie, I figured, my, I figured out the scene I was doing is a dialogue scene in an office and there's a window in a background and out of focus you could see people walking okay. behind the window. And you were one of those Am I one of the people at the very back <laughs> oh, of that okay. group that's out of focus? Nope. I was clearly established in the establishment <laughs> shot, so. I think gotcha. I have to be an extra now so I can have a story. Yeah, yeah you should. Um, I did it once, never wanted to do it again. Just lots of waiting. Mm. It was rain machines, so it's like wasn't happy about that either. Oh. Good times. Um, next star, uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg's uh, Preacher script got a green light, so they're going to move forward on that. I'm very intrigued to see where that goes. Mm. And so did you say Seth Rogen? Yeah, yeah, but the preacher. That's I know. Like, that's well, the tough thing material, is, so. wait, wait, they made it. Did he destroy the Green Hornet? Yeah, but first of all. The Green Hornet was never good. Okay, Let's I make that 100% clear. I still love the Green Hornet. He, de- he did destroy it. Okay. He didn't destroy it. He destroyed it. He didn't destroy it. Are you a fan of the Green Hornet? No, it exactly. sucks. Exactly. He destroyed it. Oh, yeah. You're a fan of the Green Hornet? I am, no? actually. Yeah? He destroyed it. Okay, what, so he's going to destroy it. So what's so great thing? about the Green Hornet? Oh, I just attached to the 66 one. Bruce freaking Lee. <laughs> yeah. Kato. Bruce Lee is the amazing part. I know, but you recognize it's not, like, great, right? Well, okay, thanks. Unless, thanks. Unless, thanks. Unless you're from Hong Kong. Yeah. In which case, The Green Hornet is like one of the greatest TV shows ever because Bruce Lee was in it. I get that. Because it was super it was, serious. It was a pretty big deal mm. in Hong yeah. Kong when yeah, for Bruce sure. Lee was Kato. For sure. In the um, same way that in Japan, you know, it's like Star Trek is actually known as the adventures of navigating yeah. Sulu. So, Absolutely. And also, <laughs> um, also, it's also worth noting that oh, uh, when Seth Rogen uh, went on the press tour for This Is The End, most of it was... Him apologizing. Apologizing about how World War Doesn't Green Hornet was. Doesn't mean he'll he learn anything. from his mistakes. Yeah, no, I think it 100% does. Because he, uh, he not only apologized for it, but made an awesome movie that had none of the problems with Green Hornet. Other thing is, they wanted to break an R-rated comedy. They had to make PG-13. Ugh. It didn't work. Uh, Preacher will be for television. It'll be completely different. And also, they've made it very clear that they're not going to be in it, and it's not going to be a comedy. They just love Preacher and they want to get Preacher going. Okay. Well, that's but not it's a still, comedy. Yeah. Even all that notwithstanding. It's TV, though. Yeah. Preacher is tough material. I agree. Like, look, TV? That's oh, what happens. Yeah. yeah, but that's what TV's like now. But look at filth and sex and violence. It's not doing well. Yeah, but that's NBC. This so is going to be cable. They, who did they sign with? I forget. Don't have that in front of me. It's um, not HBO, then. 
He's trying to write. It's not HBO. AMC. 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 You can do anything on AMC. I don't have any. Yeah, yeah. You can do anything on on AMC except say fuck. It's very bizarre. You can show boobs. Which I'm pretty you can sure they would be up, doing. But you can't in say fuck. The Walking Dead would be saying fuck yeah. quite a bit. You can't swear and you can't. Oh no, no, you can't do nudity, but you, you can know, do you any do violence you can possibly imagine. Well, it's so the swearing is going to be a problem, but we'll see. I, I don't know. Fudge. I don't know. I'm very curious to see how that's going to turn out because I, I believe their desire to be sincere about it. But they've never done anything non-comedic before. I so think AMC's willing to take a few risks because they have The Walking Dead under their belt. Absolutely, and also it's not like these guys are going to do it themselves with this TV show. They'll get a team, and a lot of it depends on who the team is. All right, and one final story uh, that I'm very excited about, and Wayne, I've got a feeling you're going to enjoy this too. Oh, really? It's actually a comic book related story, which is that um, Scott Snyder, um, currently doing all the great Batman stuff, mm-hmm. is going to team up with Frank Miller to oh, co-write. Wow. A third Dark Knight Returns book. Really? Mm-hmm. Could be really good. I don't know if that's good news or not. It could I think be. it's great news. I mean, okay, Snyder part, sure, mm. but the Miller part is what has me concerned. No, see, it's, or strangely it, enough. It's the fact that Snyder's there that makes me interested. Because number one, I don't think Dark Knight Strikes Again is as bad as a reputation. The art is horrible. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna try for a second to but, pretend but otherwise. Actually, yeah, the Dark Knight Returns does yeah. some interesting things. Conceptually so. it's strong. Yeah. The dialogue and art's rough. Mm-hmm. Here's the beauty about the third one. Scott Snyder's gonna write it with them. So I don't have to worry about why, any of those houses. Why is he actually and, willing to collaborate? And someone else apparently he's very ill. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, and also he's not gonna be doing any of the artwork. Uh, okay. so they're talking about uh, apparently they're talking about doing a different artist for each issue, doing like Jim Lee do one and uh Greg Capolo do one Jim and Lee do it doesn't work when Jim Lee does Batman. Really? Did you read uh, Hush? Yeah. I like the story, but I didn't think that the visuals were Really? Awesome. I, yeah, I, I don't know what it is about like when when Jim Lee does stuff, I'm like this is just like way too it's clean too and slick bright and colorful and slick and polished and Fair. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm with you. It, it, it Like, the tone has to be different. Um, but I thought, like, for something like Hush that was so glossy yeah, and silly, I mean, it like, kind of worked. All-Star Batman and Robin, it was like, again, like, you know, just Jim Lee's pencils yeah. just kept throwing me off because I'm like, Frank Miller's words, but Jim Lee's visuals, like, this is not a good match. I don't know. There were times when I liked it. Times it's a, I find that book fascinating as a mess. Like, it's mm-hmm. all over the place, but there are times when it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. We'll see. We'll see. But anyway, the fact that two of them are working together, the fact that Scott Snyder's going to help him do with the book, I think is, is a lot. It's Scott Snyder and not Zack Snyder. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll see who does the art. That's not been announced yet. But mm-hmm. um, we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very, I'm very excited to see where this goes. This is an interesting and out of nowhere announcement. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah that, that could be quite an interesting development. Especially since, by we'll the sounds of it, um, Frank Miller's not doing well, possibly dying. So perhaps he's going to write the story of Batman dying as he dies, which could be, you which, know, yeah. fascinating. I wouldn't put it past him. No, that seems like his kind of thing to do. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was exciting news to close on. That's all I got. Thank you, Phil. I'm done. Welcome, Mel. You you, should, did you, you see anything this week? Uh, I did, but nothing that, nothing A, good, or B, we're talking about. Oh, my God. Um, so instead, uh, what I wrote about that I could talk about briefly is that... Um, uh, Shout Factory, who does a fantastic genre movie and cult TV uh, DVDs and Blu-rays, they put out the original British Tales from the Crypt and Vault of Horror on Blu-ray. Which doesn't have the Crypt Keeper. Well, it does. It does, not, technically, not but it's not the puppet. Not no, puppet. it's really interesting to watch because it's uh, it's a weird combination of like the certain brand of like astute 70s hammer horror 
with like you know the suggestion of sex and the hints of blood, but not nothing as bloody and gory as we're used to. So I saw a screenshot of a hammer in a head. Yeah, just no blood. So there's some. Okay. Yeah, there's yeah, they, like it was at the time groundbreaking yeah. for gore. But not like it still is, the rating was still PG. It's always so weird to go back and watch old horror. And yeah. It's like, man, no blood. It's so weird to see how far we've come. Yeah, some can be fun though. It is depends. It, is it yeah. far? Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To say how far we've come from. We look at like when they suggest yeah. violence, they don't show violence yeah. and all that. Like, and like, now it's just is like, it, is it I, really progress that they're mm-hmm. actually showing the goal? I don't think it's progress. It's we have come far. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. great progress. Yeah. It's how far things have been pushed. Anywho, it's an interesting combo because, um, you know, EC is obviously iconically vulgar American horror comics that were gory, that, like, basically inspired the current gore wave and got banned and so forth. So then you have it done by a stuffy British crew uh, and toned down. The first one, um, Tales from the Crypt, um, I love. I think it's a little masterpiece. Um, it's uh, five different stories condensed down to 15-minute chunks, including the uh, famous uh, Santa Claus Killer episode that we know from the TV series. Um, that's in there. It's really well done. Um, and basically what they – it, it makes sense when you see it because it comes from a line of these sort of anthology British horror films that were all sort of built around morality horror stories with an ironic twist ending and then with a wraparound plot that also has an ironic twist ending. And they sort of – this production company Animus saw that EC had those at their core and just toned down the violence a little bit. And uh, the first one, Tales from Crypt, by Freddie Francis, who directed a bunch of good horror films from the 60s through the 80s, but was also a cinematographer on The Elephant Man and Dune and Scorsese's Cape Fear and a bunch of really great movies. He did Dune. That's yeah, he did. That's kind of crazy. He did. So he's an amazing visual storyteller. And this is a very, very beautiful, creepy Looking film, obviously five stories in 90 minutes. It flies by fast. What year again? 72. Okay. 72. So, yeah. um, and it's, and uh, it's got a good cast. Peter Cushing's in it. Um, oh, Graham right. Tarkin. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Ralph Richardson plays the Crypt Keeper in a very different interpretation of the role. And uh, then it has a little wrap-up twist ending and so forth. Yeah, it's a ton of fun. And then the sequel, Vault of Horror, they cranked it a year later. So it looks like it's been rushed, but... The director of that, Ray Barker, he did A Night to Remember, the first Titanic movie, and um, Asylum, a really great British anthology horror thing. And it's it's very well done as well, and the cool thing about it is that uh, Roy Ray Barker uh, totally got the, uh, the humor, so it's more uh, darkly humorous, and it is a little bloodier too. And the really nice thing about that, um, for someone who's a fan of these movies, is that uh, Vault of Horror has never been rate, uh, available unrated in North America, and the chopped-up version is one of the most pathetic chopped-up versions I've ever done because what they did was any scene that the censor objected to, they just replaced with a freeze frame um, without altering the soundtrack That's or anything. Crazy. So, like, it's amusing, but so distracting. So this, you finally don't have that, but they also included that version on the Blu-ray uh, if you want to watch it because it's fucking ridiculous. Um, there are no spe- nice yeah. of them to do that for archival. Oh, absolutely, there, absolutely. So. Uh, there are no special features beyond that, but I mean, these are old movies, and everyone that made them was already old at the time, so they're likely all dead. Yeah. So there's nothing you can really do there. Um, but you get two movies for the price of one. They look great, and if you're a fan of Tales from the Crypt in any way, I really recommend seeking these out. Um, they're uh, they're really really fun and interesting. Um, they're and a- as good as any of the best episodes of the TV series. Awesome. So yeah, 
check that out. And there's, yeah, there's that one with the Santa killer. So it's kind of, Chris- so it's Christmas. a little bit Christmassy. So, you know, you got that going for you. I do love Tales from the Crypt. That's fantastic. You should watch it. It's interesting. It's just because of how different it is. Um, check it. But it's a good time. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would do that instead of going to see any of the garbage that's in theaters. Hey, man, I watched Ouija last week. Ugh. It was awful. It's one, it's one of the worst horror movies I've ever seen in my entire life. But as long as I, I didn't sit and watch it, I was cleaning the house while I did it. So I just. It's, it's no excuse. My head in. We all, and after we watched Ouija, because we decided to have a bad movie night, we watched Battleship. You should watch bad movies that are fun to watch I, I, rather than just I, really thought, shitty, horrible movies. We thought Battleship would be kind of funny to watch. No. But I couldn't even get behind them blowing up these aliens who didn't seem all that interested yeah. in killing humans. I mean, like, I, t- I tell you when something's so shitty that it's fun. Oh, come on. I had to. The peg bombs were amazing. Yeah, no, that was good. Um, but uh, other, that, but other than that, it's how did they get those people in it? That's what we couldn't understand. These money, like why? Why was Rihanna in it? Money. It just why? It, it just seems so weird. Because if you're Rihanna and you want to become an actress, you're not going to get in good movies right away. You're going to get to be in Battleship and Alexander Skarsgård. Like, come on. Well, yeah. How? How? Again, how much? How, how many movies do you think he's getting offered where I'm he gets paid the amount to like, get on Battleship? I don't know, because he's so popular. Liam Neeson will do anything. We know that. So popular in um, True Blood. I just didn't think he'd sink that far. It doesn't work that way. Can you name one? Yeah, no, they all did it for money. It's as simple as that. It was horrible. Yeah. Didn't make me want to play Battleship. Yeah, no, if you're going to watch, like, there are bad movies that are fun to watch, and there are bad movies that are horrible. Battleship left me incredibly confused. I could have let you know in advance that both of those were just a waste of your time. Yeah, That's a horrible bad movie night. I had a bad movie night recently where I watched Sharknado 2, which was hilarious. I didn't really like the first Sharknado. And, um, yeah, but it's at least more amusing to watch than those two. So I watched that, and I watched Collision Course, which is a buddy cop movie from the 80s starring Pat Morita and Jay Leno. And that was oh, ridiculous. That so, I know, but in an amusing way as opposed to a painful way like Battleship. I so think next I'll just watch Wolf Cop. you got to be careful. Yeah, Wolf Cop's good. Yeah. But, oh, my God. That's a safe bet. Yeah. yeah. So confused by the end of it. Well, why did you watch Battleship? Because we thought it would be the good kind of bad. Well, you can always ask me about these things. I'm more than happy to let you know. You know. We've disagreed on some titles. I was like, okay, let's... No, it's horrible. On, yeah, but not Battleship. Yeah. On, but on Good Bad, I can steer you to the right direction right, with yeah, Good Bad. Don't watch Battleship, people. It's not worth it. No. Two horrible. hours of wasted time. Just horrible. Okay, so we're going to start the What You've Been Playing. We'll do this quickly. And I'm yep. going to start because I always get shafted at the end. Okay. I finished Little Big Planet 3. Oh, was it good? I reviewed it. Yeah. I loved it up until the final boss battle. Mm-hmm. I sat down and reflected on my time with Little Big Planet 3. Mm. I loved it. I adored it. I love Little Big Planet. It was so much fun. Mm. And then I hit the final boss battle. And mm. I had the worst, one of the worst glitches I think you could ever have in a video game. Yeah. My character would disappear. Uh, completely uh, invisible that's pretty hard for a platformer yeah. where you can't even see yourself jumping anymore every good. boss yeah. battle in video game history usually relies on your location yeah. on the map when you're fighting right yeah. when you can't see yourself that's impossible yeah that's so pretty horrendous it was incredibly horrendous and it, it the, the final battle is you're on a treadmill so you're running towards the back of the screen right and there's objects that come at you so you obviously have to avoid the objects mm. if you can't see yourself Obviously, you just run into objects and get pushed off the treadmill oh. and die. And sometimes you would die and you'd get reincarnated as a sack boy, but you'd get reincarnated as a generic sack boy without your decorations on. Right. So we were playing with two people, and when there's two generic sack boys on the screen, it's impossible to tell which one's you and which one's the other person. Right. Yeah. It was sadly 
horrible experience. That's too bad. Yeah. And and resetting and stuff didn't fix that. I didn't even try to reset. You should do that. I no. At this point, I was already pissed. So why? Because you could then. Because what it. happened was, if you reset, because there's actually a level you do before you get to the boss battle, and we right. did not want to do that level again. Right. So if I had to reset, I would have had to go through that level with the three characters first, and right. then start that battle over right. again. Would have wasted my time. Right. I was hugely disappointed. That's unfortunate. With Sumo Digital. That's, yeah. That's, I guess, that might be the big problem here, is that it's not the original developer. It's not Media Molecule. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They handed it off to Sumo Digital because they're working on their top secret PS4 project, whatever that is. Right. It should but have been this. They're busy yeah. with it, whatever it is. Yeah, it right. was... Like, there was weird glitches through the game where, like, eyes would disappear. Which yeah, was kind I remember of, you telling me about that. Which was kind of hilarious. You're like, oh, it's yeah. like Silent Hill now. But, yeah. yeah, no, actually having an invisible character is not cool. Yeah, that sucks. And I was really upset. Yeah, but other than that, it's really good. Up until that point, it's, you know, yeah. it's Little Big Planet. If you love Little Big Planet, you'll love it. Just get ready for that might happen to you. It doesn't mm. happen to everybody, but it does happen to a few. Like, it happened yeah. to me. We did find other people it was happening with. Yeah. So it is actually a yeah, problem. It's kind of widespread. Bummer. Yeah. And it's not, if they patch it out, I'd probably give it like 8.5, but yeah. not anymore. Bummer. Yep. Bummer. Sorry, Sumo Digital. You kind of dropped the ball. Bummer. All right. Mm-hmm. I think that was it. I played... Um, uh, Alien Isolation. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not yet. Oh, no, my no. God, Phil. No, I played Toad Treasure Tracker. <gasps> oh, you did. Yeah. You did play that. Yeah, I did. It was so much fun. It was fun. I like those levels. In- yeah, yeah, and it was those, and uh, they were, it was it was more of the same in a good way, and uh, they, you know, as you'd expect, as it goes on, it expanded, and things got a little more complicated. They did some, did you ever play Pushmo? On the 3DS? Oh, Pushmo? No. Yeah, they added some of that, so there's, you actually do use the touchscreen to move things around, okay. and added some powers, like the cherries from New Super Mario 3D World, so you have to do puzzles with, like, up to four toads at the same time. I um, love those cherries. And, uh, yeah, and, and, and uh, they even, like, included some boss battles, even though it's the same thing where you can't where you can't jump or attack or anything, mm-hmm. but they actually would do creative ways where it did feel like you were fighting the boss even though you weren't doing it in a conventional way. Um, I, it, and it's, you know, beautifully designed and cute and adorable, and I really, really enjoyed it. The only thing about it is that uh, it's, I, th- I think I finished it in three sittings. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's there's kind of short. Like, well, it's only like four, four and a half, something it's, like that. Yeah. They're selling now. Forty dollar game. I yeah, think. they're only selling yeah. it for forty. They should that even that's ridiculous. Like okay. it, it, what it is is it's a, it's a it's a DLC online game. That's what it should be, and it should be like nineteen bucks, and that would be amazing, and and it will be. Give it like yeah. three months, and that's what it will be. Um, they're obviously have, have tried to. Pretend it's more than it is to uh, expand their Christmas release lineup, and that's a bit shady. But that being said, for what it is, it's a ton of fun. At $40, even then, I'd maybe feel a little bit ripped off, because it is ultimately a collection of mini games. But Did Toad disappear at all? No. No. No no glitches. Um, so I would say, yeah, like, give it, like, even a month. And if it's... Probably be, like, 30 Yeah. 30 to $20. 20 to $30. Totally worth picking up. If it, and if you want to see what it's like, play those levels in Mar- Super Mario 3D Land. Did you hear all the news about Toad is not actually a mushroom and that they are genderless? Oh, but that does make sense because there's Toad and Toadette in this game. Yeah, apparently they actually didn't give any thought to them, their genders, and even though they very obviously look like certain yeah. genders, and apparently they're not mushrooms and they're not willing to say what they are. It's just a mystery of the Nintendo universe. Whatever, I don't care. I never really put much thought into it anyway. But thank you for filling me in on that. Yeah, see, you're the Nintendo nerd. You're supposed to know these things. Yeah. 
just in case. Okay. Well, now I do. There you go. Now I know. No gender, despite the the obvious the name Toadette, which suggests gender. And the pigtails and, and the pink yeah, and, all that and uh, not mushrooms. I never thought they were mushrooms. They just have mushroom heads. I figured they're just kind of like magical creatures. There you go. See, you're already on board. About them. Yeah. yeah. There's not much logic going on in Nintendo Land. That's not. Yeah, the, there's never much. Logic. That's not what it's about. That's not what it's about. So yeah. Anyway, good game. Just. They're making it seem like more than it is. A bit overpriced yeah. for what you're getting. Yeah, okay. but just wait a little bit. It'll yeah. be fine. And you played Game of I'm, Thrones. I'm, I've just been like adventure gaming mm. the whole week. I played Tales from Borderlands and I played Game of Thrones. Mm. You know, on top of more Sprinkled Age. in some Dragon Age. Lots of Dragon so did Game of Thrones end up being within continuity with the series? Seems that way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, but it's a story outside the yeah, main. It, yeah. It's taking place with like a new set of characters, but it... Seems to be set within the TV universe as opposed to the original novel universe. universe. Yeah. So, but I mean, I played it. You get to the end of it, and if you're a Game of Thrones fan, you'll probably say to yourself, "Wow, I feel like I just you know, interacted with an episode of Game of Thrones. Cool. I just, just sat there and yeah. watched things play out." Now it's like, especially like you know later sequences in the game where you're in court and yeah. you're dealing with like you know, you know people in charge, and you. I don't know. Like, have you watched the show at no. all? Okay. I mean. The, the experience of being in court in the Game of Thrones TV series is extremely nerve-wracking because everybody knows that, you know, it's like you say, like, the slightest wrong thing and you're basically screwed mm. because the people in charge will remember it and probably deal with it. Mm. So you get that same sense of tension here where, you know, it's like they ask you questions, only now you're the one that has to pick the response. And then if you <clears throat> knowingly or if you, you know, unknowingly pick the wrong one, you now sort of suddenly find yourself in that situation where you know, all the people, if you're playing with other people, mm. they look at you and it's like, why did you say that? We're always bitching and complaining about why people would say that on the TV show. Mm. And you just said it yourself, you jerk. And you're like, I was under pressure. I had to choose. Oh, God. Mm. Like, but I mean, I, I guess the nice thing, though, is that, you know, it's like if you really, really don't like the way that went out, then, you know, unlike the Game of Thrones TV you know, show where, you know, when you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. In mm. this game, you win or you don't die. You just reload and try again, mm. which you can't do on the TV show. Mm. But... Um, what I thought was really interesting about it is that they went for like an oil painter sort of look. So mm-hmm. when you load it up and you look at it, you can actually see like the brush strokes. Oh, and cool. Stuff on there. And when they have buildings in the background, they actually just use concept art. And it mm-hmm. just, it, it looks really, really unusual to like actually see concept art acting as a background. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I kind of like that. Um, cool. And there was Tales from the Borderlands, which made me really happy because um, Telltale was known back in the day for doing like Sam and Max and you yeah. know, it's like a Monkey Island games and those were all funny. But yeah, I love people, those. Yeah, most people weren't paying attention to them when they were doing Sam and Max and yeah. those games. And Even then, the remakes, the recent Sam and Max games they did were really funny. Yeah, they yeah. were. Yeah, they were really funny. Yeah. And, and then you know it's like Walking Dead came out and then people went nuts over Walking Dead. Yeah, it's like yeah. oh, you know it's like they're so depressing and it's yeah, like so yeah. well written and dramatic and all that. But it's like you know, but. This is Telltale. They can do yeah, funny yeah, yeah. because Borderlands is a comedy game. Yeah, it lets them get back to like telling jokes and stuff. Like that. And so, so for old school Telltale fans, they'll be yeah. like, "Okay, this is a return to form. They're allowed to be funny again." Whereas yeah. for the guys that only jumped on board with Walking Dead, they're like, "Hey, did you know that these Telltale guys can be funny?" And other people will be like, "Yes, we've known for years that they can yeah, be funny." Yeah. Just haven't been funny recently. I think they're Back to the Future game quite a bit too. Yeah, actually, the the Back to the Future game was actually like a a lot of laughs for fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to be a fan of. Oh, yeah, it was all in jokes, but it was clever. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, they got Christopher Lloyd back in there. And Michael J. Fox. No, well, 
They got but Michael, he didn't do Marty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He did a cameo at a later. They got Michael so. J. Fox to do a short cameo, but then yeah. the other guy who was like channeling Michael J. Fox was yeah, yeah. amazing. Yeah, that was creepy. That guy yeah. was. It was creepy. Yeah. He was too good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, those those are the two games that I've been playing. Um, and well, the crew, which is an online multiplayer game um, for racing, but Ubisoft, mm-hmm. which. I'm not so impressed with right now because um, my biggest complaint so far is that it's a roll of the dice whether you can actually play the game when you load it up. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's uh, it's one of those online required kind of games, and it doesn't even store your save on your console. Mm. It's stored on the Ubisoft servers. So there have been times during this review where I've tried to like load up the game, and it tries to get in touch with the server to like download the save. And I'm waiting for like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, and it still hasn't happened. Ugh. And then I just load out, you know, quit the game, walk away, try again two hours later, still not happening. Yeah. And I try again like a half an hour later, and it finally loads up, and I don't know why, but it's working. Yeah, yeah. I play for an hour or two, walk away from it, try loading up again for the next play session. It still won't load up. So it's right now I'm not really impressed because it's like you're asking people for $70 mm. to play a game that they may or may not get to play when they decide that they want to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, when it actually works so far, I'm encountering, like, you know, a decent racer with a major online component where you can, like, you know, run around with your friends and right. stuff seems to be okay. But I don't like living in fear of whether or not I'm actually going to be able to play the game every time I click on that icon yeah, yeah. and say, let's play. And Ubisoft says, yeah, try again in a couple of hours. Like, that's just... It's like what happened with Diablo 3 when it first launched on the PC that had mm. like, you know, an always online component. Yeah. People couldn't get in because the servers were hit so hard for the first few days that even though they paid good money for the game and they didn't do the piracy thing, they were being punished for it because they couldn't get through the servers. Right. It was the same thing with uh, the latest version of SimCity. That was also always online, and the servers couldn't handle it. You know, it mm. kind of just broke. So now we're kind of seeing the same thing with um, the crew. And ironically... A few months earlier, the developers were saying, we know that you know sometimes there can be problems with online-only games, but mm. we assure you it's going to be a smooth launch for the crew. Right. And it's totally... It's not, so, not yeah. less than smooth launch. Yeah. So that's my experience of it so far. I mean, it's like my review's not done yet. I, yeah. I still need to play the game quite a bit because I've been having so much trouble getting online. Yeah. But we'll see how it goes from here. But cool. my initial impression, not impressed. All right. That's sad All considering right. like the whole Unity thing. Yeah. I know Ubis. This is. I, I really think that 2014 will go down as Ubisoft's worst year of their corporate history mm-hmm. because you know it's like between at least Far Cry worked the, the Watch Dogs downgrade mm-hmm. and you know it's like Assassin's Creed Unity being buggy and now it's like the crew is just like broken. It's just like yeah, it's not a great time. For yeah, them. Well, they can't be pleased. Yeah. So that's what I've been playing. All right. Thank you, Wayne. So of course you can see Phil's full review of Tales from the Crypt and Baltimore. Of horror at cgmagonline.com. My review of Little Big Planet 3 and Wayne's review of Dragon Age, the first episode of Game of Thrones, and the first episode of Tales from the Borderlands is also up there. As well as next week, we'll have a video of Wayne and I playing Tales from Borderlands. It's amazing that it's an, an adventure game with those weird Borderlands yeah. action sequences. Yeah. I missed the Game of Thrones okay. one. It seemed like it sounded like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of blood, right? Yes, yes. Lots of blood. Betrayal and backstabbing. And, you know, it's like a pretty respectable body count and all that stuff. So. That's good. 
And of course, you can check out cgmagonline.com for more free content. Of course, facebook.com slash magazine. You also have a locker dome, so you can follow our locker dome. It always has our contests that we put up if you want to win something interesting, including we're having a Wii U Disney Infinity 2.0 starter kit contest. That was a mouthful. Look for that in the upcoming week. You can win a Disney 2.0 starter kit, starter kit for the Wii U. And what is going Sorry, Brendan just came and distracted me. <laughs> And of course, Google Plus, that's google.com slash little plus sign CGMag online. And of course, Twitter at CGM Plus. So tune in next week. Bye.